This week in Baltic Offshore Wind in 5 minutes. Brought to you by BalticWind.eu Hello and welcome to this week's episode. I'm your host, Krzysztof Bulski. And I'm thrilled that you've tuned in for our 50th episode. It's an honor for me to be able to share with you the milestones that the wind industry has reached on its journey to build a better future. So thank you for being here. And a special thank you to our sponsor for their support. Without Baltic Power, this podcast would simply not be possible. This podcast is brought to you by Baltic Power, one of the most advanced offshore wind farm projects in the Polish part of the Baltic Sea. For more information on the joint investment of PK and Orland and Northland Power, please visit balticpower.pl. Now, let's start with the upcoming Baltic Sea Offshore Wind 2023 Outlook Live Webinar that is coming up on Monday. The Baltic Sea has the potential to develop over 90 gigawatts of offshore wind capacity. This year is crucial for accelerating the development of offshore in the Baltic Sea and during the webinar we'll be looking at how to deliver a rapid build-out of wind and tackle the major obstacles. So be sure to register on the balticwind.eu website. In the series of Baltic Sea Offshore Wind 2022 Summary and 2023 Outlook, we've been hearing from industry leaders and key policymakers about what has been achieved in the past year and what their forecasts are for the next year. This week, we released interviews with Jarosław Broda, member of the board of Baltic Power, and Kadri Simpson, European Commissioner for Energy. In other news, the president of Lithuania, Gitanas Nauseda, met with Henrik Andersen, CEO of Vestas Wind Systems, discussing plans to build one of the first offshore wind farms in the Baltic Sea. This project will significantly cut Lithuania's need to import electricity and will lead to the development of a new ecosystem. The Industrial Development Agency and the Spanish manufacturer of towers for wind power, GRE Renewable Industries, want to build an offshore wind tower factory in Gdańsk. On the 19th of January, they concluded a joint venture agreement for an investment estimated at over 150 million euro. EOLUS and PNE have created a joint venture for developing the Kurzeme offshore wind project in Latvia. The wind farm will have approximately 1000 megawatts installed capacity with planned commercial operations starting before 2030. And as the electricity prices are soaring fueled by the war in Ukraine and sanctions on Russia, the German government is seeking ways to shield the competitiveness of its industry hit by rising costs. Berlin is reportedly working on a mechanism linking power prices for industrial customers to the cost of offshore wind farms. Offshore wind projects may receive support from the 2023 call for cross-border RES projects opened by the European Commission. So far, 
two offshore wind projects in the Baltic Sea benefit from a newly established EU program under the Connecting Europe facility, which objective is to foster the uptake of renewable energy by providing financial support to cross-border renewable energy projects involving cooperation between member states and regions. The L-Wind offshore project was added to the CBRES list in 2022 and the Gulf of Riga offshore wind farm project was selected to receive funding for preparatory studies under the 2021 CEF Energy Call for preparatory studies for cross-border renewable energy projects. Latvia's largest wind energy industry conference, Windworks, Moving Energy, has evolved into the most prominent event of its kind in the Baltic region. Foreign and local experts will meet in Riga on the 19th of April to look at solutions for more successful and faster utilization of wind energy across the Baltics. And finally, the European wind industry and the European steel industry play a key role in enabling Europe's clean tech economy. The upcoming CU Critical Raw Materials Act must account for the strategic role of its key value chain, ensuring access to all critical materials for wind and steel, ramping up domestic production and refining capacities for these materials, incentivizing their circular use and promoting innovative solutions. And as the Russian aggression continues, we continue to closely follow all information related to Russia's war against Ukraine and its consequences, which are relevant for the offshore wind industry in the Baltic Sea. We stand with Ukraine. Once again, thank you for tuning in. We'll be back next week with more updates and information about the offshore wind industry in the Baltic Sea. Don't forget to follow us to stay updated on the latest episode and don't hesitate to reach out to us if you have any questions or comments. Thank you for listening. This was the week in Baltic Offshore Wind in 5 minutes. Follow balticwind.eu for more daily news from the Baltic Sea offshore wind industry.